Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. We are beginning tonight's shear in Simen Lamed Beis. We're up to Sif Dalid. We started it last night, but we'll start again from the beginning of Sif Dalid, which is on the second line of page Mem Beis. The Mechaber says, shum os We have to make sure that no two letters are attached together. Rather, every letter has to be surrounded on all sides by the cloth. And the Ramah writes, You should write a complete writing. You shouldn't even be missing even a little tip of a Yud. And the Tyogim, which were the little crowns on top of the letter, should be done properly. You should write a little bit of a thicker writing. So the letters should not be easily erased. And also it's a mitzvah to beautify the tefillin on the inside and on the outside. On the outside referring to the batim and the inside referring to the parashios that are being written. So the Mishavura says in Sifkaton Yudbeis, the letters should not be attached bechaverta. Ve'imhaos gadol v'nidbak besofo, and if the letters are large and they're connected at the end, ba'ofen she'im nigrar mashe dovak mikomokom yishar tzuras haos, that if you would scrape away the edge of the letter where it's connected to the other letter, the tzuras haos would still remain. Yeish machshirin v'yeish postal. And there we said it's a machloka. Some say it's okay. Some say it's not okay. V'eskimu achronim lahachmir. And as we mentioned last night, the achronim come out that one should be machmir not to leave it like that. But it doesn't doesn't ruin your whole tefillin, as we'll see shortly. Al kain therefore tzarech ligror makom hadovik. Therefore, you should scrape away the place where it's attached. V'af b'tefillin mezuzos mahani tikkun. And even by tefillin mezuzos, where it has to be kaseh, there has to be an order. That kind of tikkun also helps. Since the Tzura Sa'os was always in place, it was just a thicker letter, so it was attached because of the extra thickness that wasn't necessary, so by scraping it away is not creating new letters, the letters were always there, and therefore it's not a problem, even if you wrote letters afterwards, that you went back and made this correction, because you're not fixing up those letters from being puzzled to being kosher, all you're doing is just separating them, and the Tzura Sa'osios was already there. Here's where we, we, where we left off last night, Sifkatan Yud Gimel. We said each letter should be mukefes gvil. Even the last letter on a line, Even the last letter on every line has to be surrounded by the by the parchment on all four sides. It can't like just go to the end of the line. It has to be that there's some parchment beyond the letter at the edge as well. This is If you don't have every single letter surrounded by some of the parchment. Even if the lacking in Akofas Gvil is only for the little edge of the Yud, also it's going to be possible. We'll see all the details of this halacha later on in this simon in Sif Yud Zayin and later on in simon Lamid Vav as well. Fine. The Ramah then said that you have to write a ksiva tama, which means that you shouldn't be missing any part of a letter, even the kotzel shal yud. 
So the Mishabua writes in Safkadin Yodala, the Hainu Shalayikto Bazin Kofin, the Kofin Bazin. You shouldn't write a Baze like a Kof and a Kof like a Baze. Zainin Nunin Nunin Zainin. And a Zayin looks very much like an Endanun, which is the long straight line. It's, it's like a Zayin, it's just extended down. So you shouldn't make your Zayin that looks like a Nun or a Nun that looks like a Zayin. The Chokyotzi was anything similar. It has to be a very clear writing. Even the Kutso Shoyut, Sifkotan Tezvav, Hainu Oket Smol Shalhayud. This is the little oak, it's the little tail of the yud um, on the left side. And there's a discussion whether it's the top or the bottom. Because if you look at the tzura sayud, which we'll get to later, there's a little thing sticking up on the top and the bottom. The kol shekenim chaser regil yumin the puzzle. Certainly if you're missing the right leg of the yud, because the yud really consists of a very small leg on the right and then the larger roof. At the edge of the roof, you have a little uh, oket on the top and on the bottom. So not only the little oket's, not only that is going to possible, but even, and certainly the, the leg of the Yud, which is a more Iker part of the letter, certainly that will possible. To see the picture of what a Yud looks like, look later on, and we'll get to this, in Simulam Midvav, and that which we wrote there, Bishen the Primagadim. And then we said in the Ramah that it has to be Metuyo Kihilkoso, the Tyogim, the little crowns have to be done properly. The Tyogim are found on these seven letters, Shatnei's Gates. They are only Adin Lachatchilo. According to most Postkin, if you don't make the little crowns on top of these letters, it's still going to be okay. Like we'll see later on again in Simulam Advav, Sif Gimel. And look there, we'll get into all the details of these little crowns. Now let's go to Halacha Hey. Back on top of the Machaber. Tzorach sheyichtov biyamino afilu imhu sholet b'shteyadav. You must write the tefillin with your right hand, even if you're ambidextrous. The tefillin must be written with the right hand. V'imkosav b'smol psulim. And if you write, we're going to see in the Mishaburah, this is not referring to an ambidextrous person, this is referring to a righty. It's a little bit confusing, it's a little bit tricky in the Machaber. The Machaber first writes that you must write the tefillin with your right hand, even if you're equal in both hands. But the next line, if you wrote it with your left hand, this puzzle is going on a righty. An ambidextrous person should write it with his right hand, but if he writes it with his left hand, it will be kosher. So the way you read this is, You must write the film with your right hand, even if you're ambidextrous. But if you're a righty, But if you're a full righty and you wrote it with your left hand, it's full in our puzzle. Now that's a funny line. The apostle, if it's possible to find other, other tefillin that were written by, with the right hand of somebody. Now we'll see in the Mishavur also, he explains that really they're, they're apostle, but if you can't find anything else, you could wear without a bracha. You could wear those tefillin, but without a bracha. You would not make a bracha on tefillin that were made by a righty with his left hand. So if you could find tefillin made by a righty with his right hand, you should wear that. If you have nothing else to wear, you could wear the tefillin made by a righty with his left hand, even though we're passing their apostle, but, but yeah, you could wear it, but you can't make a bracha on it. The Itiryad and a lefty, small diday haviyamin. A lefty's left hand is like everyone else's right hand. In other words, a lefty must write the film with his left hand, and if a lefty writes the film with his right hand, it's filling our puzzle. And again, you, you won't wear them if you have anything else, and if you have nothing else, you wear them without a bracha. So says the Mishabura Sivkat and Yudzayin, and we're going to see a few notes as we go through Sivkat and Yudzayin. We said that you should write the film with your right hand. It's not considered the normal way of writing with the left hand. Look at note 22. Like the Gemara Menachos says, that writing is with the right hand. 
Midiksivuchsavtem from the fact that the pasuk says uchsavtem. And Pirush Rashi Rashi explains sherov bnei adam kosvin biyamin. Most people write with the right hand, and therefore right hand is considered writing. And then he brings from the Sefer Atshuma a very nice pshat shemimash shomer begemara. From that which the Gemara Shabbos tells us shakosev bismolo potter that one who writes on Shabbos with his left hand is potter lefishein derach ksiva bekach because that's not the normal way of writing. It's not considered a real ksiva to write with your left hand, and therefore your potter on Shabbos, you see from there that a left-handed ksiva is not a real ksiva, so if you write with your left-handed tefillin, so your tefillin are not going to be kosher, even with the evid. So that's a source that he brings of why the left hand wouldn't be good, the same way that on Shabbos it's not considered a ksiva, so for tefillin it's also not going to be considered a ksiva. Says the Mishabura Vaiter, the ain der ksiva bismol, it's not the normal way to write with the left hand, the hu adin lasos ezetikun bismol beinyan haksiva de puzzle. Not only is it usher to write letters with your left hand, but to fix up any letter that was puzzle, that's the same thing as writing a letter, is also going to be the same problem with the left hand. You can't fix up a puzzle letter and make a kosher with your left hand, because it's the same thing as writing a letter with your left hand. However, avol, lahafrid But if you're just scraping away a connection which is joining together two letters, you want to separate them. But again, the tsuras osios are really there, like we saw before. So there, if you want to separate it with your left hand, it appears to be, says the Mishra, it would be kosher. Just like when you see later on in Simla Mites, people who are puzzled from writing tefillin are allowed to scrape away the area that joins together two letters that have the tsuras osios. It's not really considered a ksiva. And therefore, the same way that one who's puzzled from writing tefillin can do that job, so too your left hand can do that job. Right? At least with the evan. So let's see now note number 23. Note 23 is going on that which the Mishabura said, but to separate the letters, it will be okay with your left hand. Tamadava, the reason is, Mishum She'ein Zuk Siva. This is not considered a Siva. It's only a pre- preparation of the letters. The Ke'ein write the same idea later on when it comes to writing on Cholomoed. Even though you're not really supposed to write on Cholomoed, Shemutr Lahafir Ha'osios B'Cholomoed. You are allowed to separate letters on Cholomoed. V'hainu Mishum She'ein Zuxiva. You see from Hilchas Cholomoed, that's not considered Zuxiva. The same way on Cholomoed, you could separate the letters. It's not considered Zuxiva. So too over here, you could use the left hand to separate the letters. And so too, someone who's puzzled for writing the villain could also separate the letters. It's not considered Zuxiva. In note 24, he brings down on that which we say that someone who's puzzled from writing the letters, from writing the villain, could separate the letters. He writes, that the Be'alocha says over there, Shalav Dafko Lahafra Usios. This heter, that someone who, who's puzzled from writing the tefillin could do certain jobs. The one we're discussing here is separating the letters. It's not limited to that. If there was a large separation between two letters in one word, to the point that the word looks like two words, because it's such a large separation between two of the letters, the Himshech Esaos Lefaneha, and he extended the first letter, Kedeshe Tianiris Keteva Achas. So let's say it was a Chaf. So he's extending the, the, Chaf, yeah, see, so he extends the Chaf, the two sides of the Chaf, to be longer, so, so now it looks like one word instead of looking like two words. Shekevan Shelochaser Betsura Saos. Again, since there was nothing lacking in the form of the letter, that's also not considered ksiva. So just bring it to the that anything that is not really part of the ksiva, 
i.e. separating letters that really have the Tzuras Ha'os, or even extending a letter to make it look like one word when it doesn't look clearly like one word, so extending the letter, that's kosher with someone who's normally puzzled to write tefillin. Huadin, it's not spoken out, but Huadin, you'd be able to do that job with your left hand as well. The same way you could separate those letters with your left hand, you'd be able to extend the letter, which has its Tzuras Ha'os to begin with, to make it look more like one word, you would be allowed to do that with your left hand as well. Fine. We're back in the Mishabura, we're in Sivkotan Yudches. In Sivkotan Yudches, the Machaber had said that if a right, if you write with your left hand, it's puzzle. Hainu b'sholet b'yamin levad. Like we spoke out, this is specifically talking about a righty who writes the tzimah with his left hand, it's puzzle. Avalim sholet b'shte yodov. But one who is ambidextrous, he uses both hands for writing. Afilu kosa b'smolo kosher. Even if he writes with his left hand, it will be okay. And the source that if you look at note 25, he writes, Ukumo Shekosava Magan Avram, the Kosava Primagadav Kiva Eger, all these Achronim write, Shemekorum the Agamara Bishabis, the source for this is the Gemara in Shabbos, Shashole Pishte Yodov, the Kosav Bismol Chayev, someone who's ambidextrous, and he writes with his left hand on Shabbos, he's Chayev. So you see that for an ambidextrous person, writing with the left hand is considered a Ksiva. So you see that it's a normal way to write. So you see that left hand would also be okay. Ideally, you should write with the right hand, because that's more chashev, that's the way you normally write. But with the Yavid, if you write with the left hand, it would be chashev if you're ambidextrous, because we see by Shabbos that you are chayev if you're ambidextrous and you wrote letters with your left hand. Says the Mishnabura Vaiter in the Sivkot on Yudchas, V'afilu im sholei b'yemino levad. And even if he's a righty, im if you can't find any other tefillin, like we mentioned, you can put them on, but you would not make a bracha on tefillin that were written by a righty with his left hand. And here we see an interesting thing in the third to last skinny line in the Mishnabura, v'sofer shekosev b'yamin, a sofer who writes with his right hand, v'chom malachto b'smol, and he does everything else with his left hand, ol hepech, or the opposite, he writes with his left hand, does everything else with his right hand, you shouldn't use him as a sofer. And the reason for this is like we learned earlier in terms of what arm you put tefillin on, the mechaber put on a machlokas, if you use your right hand for writing and you do anything else with your left hand or vice versa, it was the machlokas if you go after most things that you do or if you go after ksiva, ksiva plays a special role. And the same way it's the machlokas over there, it's the machlokas over here and therefore ideally one should avoid the machlokas and it's not clear what hand he should write with and therefore, if you have a sofer who's a right with his right hand, does anything else with his left hand, or vice versa, and he wrote the tefillin, it's better not to use such a sofer. But we will not ask for the tefillin, and it will be kosher. And then we said a lefty gets a din that his left hand is exactly like a righty's right hand, so a lefty must write it with his left hand. If he writes it with his right hand, it's no good. Says the Mishavura in Sivkotan Yutas, Al-Kain, therefore, Im Kosa B'yamino Pasul, if a lefty writes tefillin with his right hand, the tefillin are possible. Kamo b'smol the alma of a canal, just like the left hand of a regular person who's a righty. Im esher lumtzacherim again. If you could find other tefillin, otherwise it would be okay to put them on without a bracha. Because of our ma, There was a story in Mitzrayim shetafas echad al kumus b'svasa v'kosabo. A person was very talented, and he took the the quill and he put it in his mouth and he wrote the tefillin with his mouth. Upsolo, and the Ramah passled it. The ain derachsiva bapelu kuliyama. That's not derachsiva. Right, the same way a right, you can't write with his left hand, you can't write with your mouth either. He passled it. Because of a Mugan Avram, the Mugan Avram writes, the apostle afilu im i esher lumtsa acherim. This is passled totally, even if you can't find another tefillin, it's no good. 
Sounds like even without a bracha, it wouldn't be good. The ayin b'sefer mishnas avraham b'shem haget mekusher ve'od poskim the mashvin ze o akose biraglo akose biat small. They equate writing with your mouth to one who writes with his leg or his feet is similar to writing with your left hand. All these cases are not regular siva and they are apostles. Sounds like according to the second opinion that it's not. What's that? It sounds like according to the second opinion that you would be able to wear it if you if you have nothing else without a bracha. Because he says the equation to the left hand, the left hand of a righty, we said if you have nothing else, you would put it on without a bracha. So the according to him, so you would put it on without a bracha if you had nothing else and it was written with his foot or with his mouth. Yes, Dr. Dreyfus. Um, I don't know. That's a good question. If you have no arms and you normally write with your mouth, is that is that considered your normal way? So maybe that would be good. I'm not sure. It's a good question. I don't know. There is a note on this. Um, I don't think it addresses your question, but let's see. What, look at note 28. He writes, Someone who by nature writes in a very strange way, or he trained himself to write in a strange way. That means he holds his hand upside down when he's writing, with the, with the, back, the back part of his hand. So he does something funny with his hands. So the Shalosh Yeshiva's heart writes, It's not good that way. So it sounds from there that if... I don't, I don't, I, I, yeah, it's not, it's not a raya. It's not a raya. We're correct. I'm not sure. Uh, let's say you have a sofa who just holds it. You know, you know those kids in school who always, who always these kids that held their pens in a funny way. So let's say there's a normal way that a person holds the quill and, and you find a person who holds it in his fingers, but in a little funny way, not the normal way. So there, like you hold it between the, the, the thumb and the index finger. So that's strange. Usually you hold it between, right? Normally you hold a pen. With other fingers, but you hold it in a funny way within your fingers. So Rabbi Yashiv says, She'ein b'kachis on. That's not a problem. That would be okay. V'lichtov im kfafos al hayadayim. To write with gloves on. The Pisgah Yeshuva writes, She'ein zedera kavod the Sefer Torah. To write a Sefer Torah with gloves on is not proper kavod to the Sefer Torah. But again, it doesn't answer your question after Dreyfus. I'm not sure. If a person that he asks, if a person doesn't have arms, and he, he trains himself to write with his mouth or with his foot, would that be okay for him? Because that's his derech siva. Okay, let's go weiter in Sivav. We'll start Sivav tonight and we'll finish it in Mitzvah Shem uh, tomorrow night. Sivav gets involved in Sirtut. Sirtut is the, uh, the lines, like the, the carved out lines to help you write straight that we see on Tefillin and we see on Mezuzos. So the Mechaber says, Ein tzorech l'sartet ki im shita el When it comes to Tefillin, you do not have to do Sirtut except in the top line. But if you can't write straight without lines the whole way, then you should make lines the whole way. I'm continuing the Mechaber on page 84. You should not make the lines with a piece of lead, like with a pencil. Because then the place where you made the line ends up being colored. We just want a little line. Not, we don't want coloration there. We don't want any coloring there. And therefore you shouldn't use any kind of dio or any kind of pencil to make the line. It's just a scrape that you make and you shouldn't use any kind of coloring. The Ramah writes, There are those who say that you should do sirtud always on the top line, the bottom line and on the sides, even though you're able to write without the sirta, that's what you should do. So I, I want to explain a little bit over here. 
The halacha is, is halacha Moshe Vesinai that mezuzos needs sirtut the whole way. So mezuzah absolutely needs sirtut. Tefillin, we hold, does not need sirtut. Halacha Moshe Vesinai. But there's another Gemara Gittin that says that any time that you're writing a few words of Torah, that you have to have sirtut. So the reason why we're having sirtu here is not midin halacha moshe misina that you absolutely require sirtu. That's a din in mezuzah, not a din in tefillin. So really in the ikra din, as we're going to see in a moment, you don't really need sirtu as sirtu goes. By mezuzah you need sirtu halacha moshe misina. By tefillin you do not need sirtu. You just need sirtu based on the gemara that says that any time you're writing Torah you have to have sirtu. So therefore the mechaber holds it's enough to have one line of sirtu in that case, and the ramah says that you need to have one line on top, one line on the bottom, and lines on the sides. But if you would really need sirtut like a mezuzah, you would need lines across the whole way. The Mechaber just says, if you're not able to write straight, then you can make lines the whole way, but it's not a chiv. Now, a Sefer Torah is a machlokas, harishonim, whether a Sefer Torah is like mezuzah, that it absolutely requires sirtut, halochum moshim or a Sefer Torah is like tefillin, that it doesn't require sirtut, so that's the machlokas in the Rishonim. So I'd like to look in the Bir Halacha on page Membez, in the beginning of the Sif. The last Bir Halacha. Ein tzarech l'sartet ki im shita el The Mechaber said you only need to do sirtut on the top line. So the Bir Halacha here is going to discuss what if you didn't do sirtut? What if you didn't do sirtut? So says the Bir Halacha, u'bidiyevet im lo sirtet afilu shita el yonah l'dasa Mechaber. Let's say you didn't do the minimum amount of sirtut. The minimum amount of sirtut according to the Mechaber we said was one line of sirtut. So if you didn't do that one line of sirtut of the Mechaber, which was the minimum according to the Mechaber, or you didn't do on all four sides, which was the minimum according to the Ramah, so you didn't do the absolute minimum required of the Mechaber or the Ramah, so what's it then? But the evidence is it okay or not? Talui bein shitas Rabbeinu Tam ushari poskim. It's talui on a machlokas Rabbeinu Tam and other poskim Lagabe a din of sefer. How the sefer? What's the din of sefer Torah? The Rabbeinu Tam shekos of the sefer Torah ain't sricha sirtut rak beshita el yona ladas mechaber omi kol tzaladas harama. So Rabbeinu Tam holds that a sefer Torah is like tefillin. It does not need sirtut like mezuzah. It needs sirtut only like tefillin. One line lafid mechaber, four lines all around like the like the rama. Ubediyev nifsabaza. But a Sefer Torah is clearly possible if you didn't do it. Umukrach lomar kemi masecha sofrim. And that's clear from the masecha sofrim. The Yeriah Shena Mr. Gelas Psula. That a Yeriah, a, a, a piece of the Sefer Torah doesn't have sirtut, there's gonna be puzzle. In Cain, who had in Tfilin. And it was, the Gemara tells us that sirtut by Sefer Torah is ma'akev. So if you hold the Rabbeinu Tam that the sirtut of, of Tfilin is the same as the sirtut of Sefer Torah, so just like Sefer Torah, but the evidence is not good, so too by Tfilin, but the evidence, if you didn't do that one line, the Mechabu, the four lines all around the Fidu Ramah, it's going to be puzzle. The Chadina is the Shitaso, because according to Rabbeinu Tam, it's one Shita. Sefer Torah and Tfilin have the same Shita. Sefer Torah is Ma'akeh B'Dyevet, so Tfilin also is Ma'akeh B'Dyevet. However, but according to the Rambam and other posts, you know, what we hold, that Sefer Torah is more chomer than tefillin, it's like mezuzah. It absolutely requires sirtut than the whole thing. And that's why it's ma'akeh Therefore, there's no raya from the fact that a Sefer Torah is ma'akeh if you don't do the sirtut, to tefillin. Even if you don't do any sirtut by tefillin. 
Because Sefer Torah, you absolutely need Sirtan all the way down, like by Mezuzah. That's why it's Machir if you don't do it. But you have no Raya by Tefillin. So according to that, which is a sheet that we hold, Tefillin would be okay with the without any Sirtan. Kain Isa Bebir HaGrab That's what the Gra says. Ubedvarav Nicha, and according to his words, it makes good sense. Shalokasav HaMachabir Livsel Bediavid Kemoshakasav Lehedib Yardev Sefer Torah Mezuzah. Now we understand why the Mechaber over here doesn't say anything about B'dyevit, it's not good. The Mechaber by Hilchah Sefer Torah, by Hilchah Mezuzah says, if you don't do the Sirtut, it's not good, it's possible. And over here the Mechaber leaves it off. So Zatabir Allah, based on the Gura, that since the Mechaber is paskening that Sefer Torah is like Mezuzah, that Allah Mashiach requires Sirtut, that's why it's Ma'akeh B'dyevit. Tefillin is not that way. And therefore the Mechaber would hold that will feed that Shita that only Tefillin, that only Sefer Torah and Mezuzah are Ma'akeh B'dyevid, but Tefillin is not Ma'akeh B'dyevid. So again, we said that the Mechaber says you need one line of Sirtut, the Ramah says you need four lines of Sirtut all around, and the Berlach is coming out that will feed the way we hold B'dyevid, it would not be Ma'akeh. Now let's start to Mishabura Sifkatan Chaf. The third to last line on Membez. We said the Fidah Machaber that you only require Sirtut on the first line. Mishum de Tfilin ain't a la alochal emotion misena elisatek mumazuz. Like we just mentioned, that Tfilin does not have upon it alochal emotion misena that it requires lines like Mazuzah does. Rak Mishum de Asr Lichto of Gimel Tevos mi possibly Sirtut. The only reason you need Sirtut at all by the Tfilin is the general rule that you need to have, whenever you have three words for a Pasuk, you have to have Sirtut. Therefore, if you do Sirtut on the top line, that's enough. Because most people, once they have the first line straight, which is from the Sirtut on the top line, they're able to follow that line and write straight the whole way through. And that's why it only requires Sirtut on one line, because once you wrote the first line straight because of the Sirtut, you follow that line and you write the rest straight. The Ka'amar ain't Sarich, and the Mukhabir said ain't Sarich, Mishum de Mirzala Satit Kalashitin, because if a person wants to do all the lines, Kede Lichtov Yoser Biyosher, in order to write more straight, Luyapos Ashitos, to make it more beautiful and more straight, Harshis Biyodo, of course he can do it, like the Ramah, like the Mukhabir says. The Imlo Sirtait Afilu Shita El Yona, I am the Bialacha. That's the Berlacha we just read. If you didn't do Sirtut, even in the top line, I am Berlacha, which we just came out, we'll see the way we hold, the evidence would be okay, even without Sirtut, on the top line. Okay, let's do the next uh, Mishabura. Sivkotan Chaf Aleph. So we said, if a person can't write straight, unless he is Mesartid, all the Shuros, he could be Mesartid, all the Shuros, Pirish L'Chathchila, that's a Dunni Shudut L'Chathchila. Mishum Zekeli Levan Veyu, because that will be a beautification of the mitzvah, right? This is my, this is my, this is my God, and I should beautify him, teaches us that he should beautify mitzvahs, and therefore to be able to write the whole thing straight is a beautification of the mitzvah, and therefore if you can only write straight the whole way through, if you're Mesartid the whole way, so that's what you should do L'Chathchila. I don't think he's talking about here B'dyevit if you weren't Mesatid at all because that's the Berlacha the Meshavu is not addressing that but if B'dyevit you didn't do Sirtut all the way through and you ended up writing crooked lines in your Tefillin ain't Litzelah Tefillin the Tefillin do not become puzzle so even if the lines do not come out straight the Tefillin are okay and then the last thing that the 
Mechaber told us was that you should not make the sirtud with oferes, with, with lead, because that, that leaves a coloring there. Says the Mishaburis, if Kotnul Chavez, Vechem Bidio U Besikra, so too with a black, black dio or besikra, which is something red, the Chol Kayotse was anything similar. Vafilu Bena Shitin Asul Asartid Bo, even between the lines, which is not the main place of doing sirtud, you can't do sirtud with any kind of coloring. The Kol Zelo Chatchila, this is Ola Chatchila, Aval Bidi Ever Ein Lahachmir. But Bidi Ever, one should not be Machmir, Kain Kosov Alechem Chamudos Veha El Yerabo. He questions this a last a lot in misurtot bishum tseva shachor, right? So even though we just brought down this only the chachila, but the evid, if you did the sirtot with the colorings, it's, you shouldn't be machmir. Shuvas Rashmuel does not like that, and he says. If you're Masarte with black, it's a real problem. Why? Machmas Nigias Os Baos Aideis Sirtutas Shachar. His concern is the line underneath might touch the line, the, the, the Sirtut, right? The writing underneath, the writing on top, they both might touch it. And then if you have a black Sirtut line, so that black is now combining the two blacks from the, from the two letters, and that will cause a real problem. Bishlam, if the Sirtut was made red, so it wouldn't necessarily be a problem because it doesn't look like one letter because you have red in between, which is not good yo. But if you have black lines, he says that will be ma'akiv in b'diyeve because that's going to cause a problem joining together two lines. In lo dekosa mitachas asirtut ayin sham. Unless you wrote, unless you wrote the line underneath the sirtut further away from the sirtut, which wouldn't be a problem. Okay, we'll stop here and we'll continue with Hashem tomorrow. Hope everyone's okay. You have been listening to a shear from shasilluminated.org. For other shearim on many topics or to hear an eon shear on any daf in shas, including maramakaymas on each shear, please visit www.shasilluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS. That's 203-312-7427 or email info at shasilluminated.org.